Okay, we're gonna do it in three, two, one. Welcome, welcome everyone. It's Wednesday and our medium sports talk coffers are about to burst. Yeah, you better believe I said coffers because this is Sports Wednesday. the guy credit every week he brings something new nice and he recovered so well excellent job there maestro my uh, my son's across the room playing xbox and he's looking over like what what (laughs) hello everybody i'm pete brown the big man on campus i'm your host for sports wednesday uh, joining me from his can we give the David Black jokes a rest for one goddamn week of state, <laughs> it's the coach, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing great. Doing great. You just had a birthday this weekend, and uh, you were telling me that uh, for your birthday you got a uh, swizzle stick. Is that right? Yeah, swizzle stick, which uh, I'm a big fan of swizzle sticks. Nice. Yeah. So uh, coach turned, I think, 64 this past weekend. Oh, no, Ouch. no, 62. No, a little less. All right, 40, 47. 47. Right? All right, very good. And from the Hague House basement where he's been studying the dark arts of lawn tennis and auto racing, it's the maestro Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I'm um, doing pretty good. Yeah. What were you going for in that intro? That was really a lot longer than we're used to. I'm not sure. I, I feel like I've heard something like that. I was winging it. No, I think it was, it's a hybrid of some of the ones I've done before, but uh, I hadn't really worked on the vocals. Like, I don't know what, if you could tell. Yeah, but when I hear it, I, I'm trying to, like, I'm always trying to figure out where's the influence on this. So that's always what I'm thinking. Like, what is this? What 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 inspired him to do this? What band? Probably Queensryche. No. <laughs> Queen Scritch. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, you know, um, workshop it, workshop it. I, 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 <laughs> I believe it's going to make it onto the Sports Wednesday official soundtrack, which is going to be just a hundred versions of you singing the Sports Wednesday theme song. So well, I figure, <laughs> I figure w- winging something might be better than just playing something I've done before. No, I, I like you. it. Very good. So, uh, folks, I want to remind you, you can follow Sports Wednesday, the podcast, on Twitter at Sport Wednesday. That's S-P-O-R-T Wednesday. Uh, we've got about 610 followers on Twitter. Join them. They hit, get the inside scoop about what medium sports talk means on Wednesdays. Uh, I don't know what we are at at Instagram. Has anyone looked? Uh, I haven't looked. Well, that strategy is just... <laughs> Locking into place. <laughs> I wish I wish somebody among us was a, a social media expert that could help. That's right. God, we could use well, that. We, we're getting close on Instagram to 50. That's what we're going for. I think we're probably still in the mid-40s, much like Coach. Um, oh, yes. But you can follow us on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. And not only do you get to see the hats we're all wearing when we record the show, you also get to see... <laughs> Sometimes other things that Maestro posts. But, you know, if you follow us on Twitter, you just get to see ESPN retweets over and over all day long. 
That's right. That's called the content strategy. Oh, we're up to 48. Nice. 48. Oh, we're, close. we're so close. Hey, two people that are listening, sign up. So very good. Call two your people. Call your mom. No. Is that I say auspicious? Auspicious. Right? That two people are actually listening. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the word is auspicious. Okay, well, we got a lot to talk about this week. We've got so much medium sports talk, you're not going to believe it because we've got to get through. We've got some finals going on in basketball and hockey we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the AL Central and Major League Baseball. Maestro's got some things to lead us through, so we're going to just dive right in. Talk about the upcoming NBA Finals, Cavs Warriors 4. I think we all saw this coming. Uh, Maestro and I thought maybe the Rockets would unseat the Warriors, but it didn't happen. First of all, let's talk about the Cavs-Celtics Game 7. It was at Boston. Basically, that series boiled down to whose home is going to win, but the Cavs uh, took took it took it to them. Coach, what did you see in that game? Uh, that was just the pure will of, of LeBron James. Um, I also think the key, if I was going to say the one other player that showed up, would be 20 million George Hill, because I think yeah. without him, they don't win that series. It's not like he had to score 30 every night, but boy, he got some energy push the ball. And I think when him and LeBron were clicking, it just, the rest of the players kind of fell in and did their one or two things, two or three, you know, one or two, three, oh, one or two or three things that they needed to do to kind of help out. Hey but coach. Yeah. yeah. Can you refresh, refresh our medium fan memory of what that five man trade was that happened back in. Okay. So whatever, the February. Cavs received George Hill, um, Jordan Clarkson, um, Jeff Green, Jeff Green, and then um, Larry Nance Jr. Larry Nance Jr. But they also received uh, the dude from Utah that's riding the pine, Rodney, Rodney um, Hill, Hill, Hood, Hood, Rodney Hood. And they got rid of um, basically dead weight. Um, Derek Rose, Derek Rose, the Dwayne uh, Wade, Dwayne Wade. Wade. I mean, a lot of old guys. The only person that possibly I kind of like just cause he was an energy guy was the, uh, the guy that we got with Kyrie. Uh, they sent him to Utah. Mm. Oh, big guy. Now that's my medium sports knowledge right there. Someday we'll know. Yeah. So, I mean, the guys, they, 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 it's been very uneven, their performances, but George yeah. Hill has been pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll say they were they're Shooting from three in the first half was atrocious, right? Oh, they really God, felt yes. Kevin loves absence. But they got just enough done in the second half. J.R. Smith got three. Corver got two. And Jeff Green got three. He and Jeff well. Green actually had a, a huge – yeah, and I just want to point out, I believe I made a Jeff Green joke you, last you week. Did. His and it was, it was ruthless. Yeah, and uh, he just showed me up. So, once again, that shows you that any joke I make is going to blow up in my face eventually. <laughs> Yes, that is correct. That is correct. So, very good. Well, it was a fun game to watch. I'm glad the Cavs won. Um, the Warriors Rockets. Now, I watched some of this game. Uh, I think without Chris Paul, the Rockets really didn't have a chance. That's yeah, I, I think I said that to someone. I'm like, it, it, there's no chance. Yeah, Chris Paul was injured, but also, the, I mean, the Warriors were down like 16 at one point, and then in the third quarter, they basically lit it up, and the Rockets went one for 22 shooting in the third quarter and early fourth quarter. Yeah, and and I, I and overall, the beard did not have a good Harden did not have a good series. I mean, he really, he he just did not. He, I mean, for them to be in a game seven the way he played shows that 
they are one player away possibly from being just as good as the uh, uh, Golden State Warriors. But he he didn't. I mean, he went one for 11 in that final game from beyond the arc. And I Ooh. think he was maybe – it was atrocious. I, I'm going to guess he maybe made three the entire series. It was not good. Well, I know we've been talking about Cavs Warriors for a while. Uh, so I, I don't think we have to break it down too much. But I do want to know if the Cavs were to upset the Warriors, and they are big underdogs uh, based on the line that came out today, if they were going to upset the Warriors, what has to happen? They they got to have a they've got to have a uh, a consistent uh, offensive. It's got to be Kevin Love. They're not going to win if Kevin Love doesn't show up. If he doesn't show up, they have no chance. And I believe he is iffy for the first game. They haven't announced if he'll be out of concussion protocol when, yet. It's Thursday, correct? So that would be yeah. So he would be a full week. Is that seven days since? I think so. Yeah, I think it's about ten days usually with that protocol. So what? What about you? What, what broke down with the Cavs last year that that this team could possibly provide improvement on? Uh, I mean, they've got they've got they're younger. They 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 can run up and down with them when they have the right lineup. Nance I, and Clarkson, even though he's streaky, and then you've even got J.R. Smith and, and LeBron and Hill. You can run up and down with them, but but that's so dangerous because if you run <laughs> with Golden State. I mean, you could absolutely just get boat raced. I mean, just destroyed. So, well, in last year it was a lot about LeBron and Kyrie playing two different games. Oh, yes. How many times did we text back and forth and like, this is just bad basketball? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to take a, I'm, I'm going to say short, it's not going to take a miracle. They can do it, but boy, it's, it'll be something. What can they have you? I haven't watched the Warriors enough to know. Like, do they have a weakness? Is there something yeah, that they, the Cavs can do? You got to step in. You got to block those passing lanes. If if and I, and I watched this and they talked about it. Basically, if you can cut off the passing lanes, Kevin Durant, as good as he is, puts tries to play what they call hero ball, and he tries to put the game on his back, and he starts to do a lot of ISO and a lot of. And if he is trying to do it all, and he can't, and they can't pass the ball, you can you can win. I mean, yeah. that's what the Rockets did. They stepped in. They made turnovers. But, boy, if you let them pass and move the ball around, the Cavs just – ooh, it could get ugly. Yeah. I hope it doesn't. I feel like the Cavs have a lot of three-point shooters who are very streaky. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Um, you know, Corber, J.R. Smith. And for them to win, like, two of those guys got to show up and not be streaky for four solid games. <laughs> Yeah, say that out loud. <laughs> Which hasn't happened all season as far as no, I know. I, I, yeah, so we'll see. I, I'm looking forward okay, to so it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. This is Cavs Warriors 4. I think it compares pretty well to Rocky 4, where the Warriors are Drago. <laughs> and the Cavs okay. Are Rocky. Okay. So putting it in those terms, the Cavs are just one sweet training montage in the icy mountains of Siberia away from winning this thing. If we could put together that, somehow get LeBron's face on Rocky throughout that montage, like put it beautifully, that would be gold. And at the end, it'll be like game four in in Oakland and the crowd will change and they won't be cheering for Dragon anymore. They'll start chasing for the Cavs. LeBron! (laughs) Let me ask you guys this though. Is LeBron playing as, as well as he's played in the other three? Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't have to score forty points on, on, on in Game Seven, but his he was all over that game. The the yeah. defense, the blocks. Yeah, he's playing as good as he's ever played in the playoffs. Yeah, I hope he has enough gas left for this series because if he if he had you know 
if anyone deserves to have a little breakdown, it's probably LeBron. Oh, yeah. But, you know, if he can bring it. I mean, like that first series they played against him where they went to six games and, and, and that was a miracle that they did without Kyrie. He played some great basketball. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. Well, well he had Della Vadova. He did. I'm sorry. I forgot to give and him. Timothy Moskov. Moskov. <laughs> so, okay, let me ask you this. The last thing I'll say about this, and we want to move on to hockey, but uh, Jeff Van Gundy, the announcer during during the, the Eastern final game seven, said it's time for people to start giving Tyron Lou some credit that he's he's had. I'm sorry, Tyrone, not Tyron. Uh, Tyrone Lou, some credit that he, you know, this team has been just a mess all year, but he's somehow gotten them together enough to uh, to make it to the finals. What do you think about that, Coach? Uh, you know, I think it's real easy to pile on 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 Lou just because of, you know, it's LeBron. Everybody says LeBron's pulling the sw- the strings. I, I think it is. He does get. He should get some more credit, but I don't know if it's. I mean, he's no Brad Stevens, but I mean, <laughs> he's he's a good coach. He was he was a well-respected assistant, and once he took that job, I think once you take a job and you coach LeBron, you have to ex- you have to accept the fact that you'll never be named after that in the top twenty coaches ever of all time. You just have to. That's sure. what you trade. So yeah. yeah, he deserves some credit, but still. Well, I would say he he was pretty calm and consistent. Like yeah. When, the first lineup of the Cavs was a mess. He's like, we got to work it out. That's basically, you know, he's just on message. And then when we got the trade, he's like, we got young guys. We got to figure it out. Yeah, I've seen footage of him in the locker room, though. He's a little bit more energy in there than I was. I was surprised to see. Oh, yeah. You know, like he, yeah. he was he owned it a little bit more than what I expected. So, yeah. you know, and he's a player's coach. I mean, so, I mean, he does have the respect. I just with LeBron, it's like you always have to defer to him. It's not like if they get face to face. LeBron says, well, I don't care what you say. I'm LeBron F and James. I'm going to do what I want. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you can't say anything about Ty, Ru- Ty Lu. Since he became a head coach, he has never not made the NBA Finals. <laughs> Listen to that. That's crazy. <laughs> so, all right. Let's talk hockey. I missed game one. And reading about it today, I am really bummed that I did. The The Knights and the Caps went 3-3, tied, and then it ended up in a shootout that the Knights won 6-4. Maestro, did you watch any of that game? I did not. I meant to, but I didn't watch. How, how about you, Coach? I watched uh, some of the shootout. And any analysis? or <laughs> It was awesome. It was on ice. I don't know if you know this. The guys wear ice skates. They do. No, I, 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 I did go back and watch the highlights. I, saw, I watched the highlights of the uh, – of the shootout, just because I love shootouts. They're- okay, let me ask you, who are you guys pulling for in this? I love I'm- the night story, but I also, you know, I also respect the Capitals and Ovechkin. I, I picked the Knights only because, I mean, I picked them, so I, there's a part of me that says I want to see that all the way through because I'd like to be right once. Yeah. But um, on the other part, I, I really would like to see. I like guys that have been in the league. They, they're like guys like Ovechkin, who's been around for a long time. He's paid his due. He's an MVP candidate every year. It's nice to see a guy get his championship, but I don't know. It's hard for me to pick a team. I'd be happy either way. How about you, Maestro? Who are you picking? Who are you rooting for? I mean, I'm rooting for the Knights. Um, probably because I don't know. There are a lot of well, because Flurry's on there and he's a he's an ex Penguin, but um, 
I also just think there's there's just I think there's a good energy with that team that uh, is good for the NHL. You know, I think uh, a franchise in Vegas, you know, it's got to be a lot of fun. I would love to go out there and see a game during the Stanley Cup because I think it, oh, it's such a spectacle. Yeah, it looks like it's it's just a blast. But I I I, I feel with uh, Coach too. I think the Caps, you know, they're a they're a journeyman team, and they uh, you know they got Ovechkin, and um, they come from the East, so I always kind of. I always root for the teams that, that, that our team plays against, you know, I always feel like the East is better than the West, but um, I will say though, I was looking at the hockey stats and uh, the last six Stanley cups have been won by the team that won the first game. Whoa. And mm. 61 out of 78 overall Stanley wow. Cup were won. Okay. Team winning the first game. Hmm. That is some quality value you just added to the show there, Maestro. Huge value. So to remind uh, everyone, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, May 30th, Game 2 is tonight at 8 p.m. It's on NBCSN, uh, and there's no basketball conflicting with it, so I'm hoping to to get a look at that game. Uh, Tickets, you guys want to know what the baseline ticket is for Game 2? That's going to be in Las Vegas? Yeah. 250. Now, I'm going to say it's 375. 470. Wow. That's the bottom right now. 470. We did you get a hookah with that ticket? (laughs) (laughs) All right, quick vote. Are we leaving that joke in? Coach, what's your vote? (laughs) That came out of nowhere. That was out of nowhere. I I, I, that might be your call on that one because I enjoyed that, but (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I mean, it is Vegas. (laughs) <laughs> that's true i'll check to the, t- the two of our listeners who are going to follow us on instagram and subscribe to the newsletter <laughs> hopefully you're not offended by hooker jokes oh i hope not all right that's good so uh, i think we're in for just a great nba finals and uh, a great uh stanley cup finals do you see either of these going seven games i do not see the NBA going seven games, but I could see, I do see the NHL going seven I, I, games. How about, I concur. I see the NBA final going nine games. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I, I, I think the Cavs got to win one of the first two if or else. They're, oh, they go down two yeah. zero. Oh, they're not, they're not pulling off the, the Celtic miracle this time. All right. There's no chance. Well, let's, uh, Let's move on now. We're going to talk about uh, Pelotonia. We've generously donated our first commercial break to our Pelotonia rights. What is Pelotonia, Coach? Well, Pelotonia is a uh, an organization that's come together that they, they set up this fantastic bike ride. It's really an event, not really even a bike ride, where uh, the community comes together. Uh, people volunteer. They they pledge to, to raise money to the James Cancer Foundation. Uh, millions of dollars have been raised you guys have been in it, what, seven years? Seven years. That's seven right. years. And I finally, I mean, you, both of you have been bugged me for years to, to do it. And if I wasn't doing one thing or another and finally got off my ass to do it, and I love it. It's, it's I'm with you on, on that, Hake. I've only done it. This is my third one, but it is it is one of my favorite things to do, to be a part of. It's awesome. Yeah, it really is. I have so much fun doing it, too. I feel guilty because I just enjoy That's the right. weekend so much. Well, I, you know, I... Now that we keep doing it, I love how the history is building up, right? Like Coach's first year, he f- he crashed his bike about 10 feet from the Not my fault. <laughs> Not my fault. Fireman Matt, if you're listening, Fireman Matt. He's riding this year. Yeah, Fireman Matt is I know back, that. So. And I'm taking him down. <laughs> 
So, uh, folks, so you can donate to any of our rides. Uh, if you go to sportswednesday.com, I have links on the About page, uh, or you can go to pelotonia.org and search for our names. Uh, just click on the BMOC link, Big Man on Campus, <laughs> make a donation. Uh, we have to raise $1,500 each uh, for a 45-mile ride. And the nice thing is 100% of that money goes to cancer research because the cost of running the event is covered by corporate sponsors locally. And uh, Maestro has generously allowed me to ask a cancer question every week. It's the highlight of the show for me. I can't for wait. The me too. Uplift. Um, about his 2012 treatment at the James Cancer Hospital for leukemia. All right. You ready for your question, Maestro? Yeah, bring it on. I want to know, like when you were in the hospital for these long stretches at a time, what what one thing really made you feel normal? Hmm. Uh, food. Uh, I, I always tell the story, you know, a lot of people, you know, when you, when you get treated for cancer or whatever, you're on lots of chemo and medicines that make you really nauseous and sick. Yeah. And for some reason with me, I was hungry all the time. Like, I don't know, it's freaky. Um, either the anti-nausea meds they gave me worked really well or whether I was just, my body was just craving food. But so anytime people would come in and I was able to like leave and, and go yeah. to Adriatico's or Wendy's, it didn't matter. Like, I was yeah. like, let's go eat. See, yeah. So you didn't have anything that like turned you off to certain things you used to love. Uh-uh. Like food wise, you could eat whatever you want. No, no, oh, they, that's, they that's encouraged good. it actually. You know, they're just oh, that's you know, awesome. So I did. So yeah, I, actually, I actually gained weight. <laughs> I was <laughs> in there. Weird. So yeah, Adriatico's pizza is fantastic. It was right there. I think it's moved or it's been torn down. Is that right? Yeah. It, the original got turned down, but it did get moved. It's still yeah. around. Yeah. So we'll put that on our sports Wednesday to do list. Uh, Adriatico's pizza. Oh, so yeah, good. so good. Okay, so the last thing is our pull update. Pull is the app that tracks how we exercise, <laughs> and it awards money to the cancer ride. Uh, you two guys have been all about it this week. <laughs> Checking in. With, now, I, I just don't understand why you guys think you can press start on Map My Ride, but you can't press start on pull. Because if you're doing all this exercising, you're going to be raising money. I don't know, Pete. <laughs> I think uh, I would rather just give Pete a hard time because he keeps getting all the points. That is a plus one I get for raising a dollar eighty-one this week. <laughs> Most of which was raised by I did one bike ride. I made it about a mile and a half from my house, and then my I got a flat tire and I walked back, but I got credit for walking back. And what um, else did you do? That's what else did you do this week, Pete? And then I walked the dogs. But um, you know, the thing is like. You know, I've been mulching, doing quite a bit of yard work, but none of that counts in pull. Right, because it, it, you move around, but it, it's all GPS. But we're going to go ahead with another week of pull, see if you guys can get your act together here. I'm going to chance. Coach, you all keep right. saying, I need the points, I need the points. They're out there for right. me. Right, and all I have to do is yeah. do it. I know. So I know. I'm all I talk. I can say this. I, I would not be doing 60 push-ups and sit-ups a day if it wasn't for this podcast since we started doing that, you know? And so I understand it's a little bit uh, selfish of us to – use the podcast to meet our own personal goals. But again, both of our listeners who probably have checked out since that hooker joke and that one came out, <laughs> aren't going to mind terribly. But hey, All right. but hey, we're ripped now, right? That's right. Wait, are you guys still doing that? I'm not doing the burpees. I got to be honest. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I try to every day. Yeah. 
I, I don't do the I don't do long lease stuff though. I do I don't even do long lease stuff. I don't do any of that stuff. I just sit on a can of, ba- of baseballs. That's right. And I say, step, step, ready. <laughs> no worries, boys. I think, you know, Coach, you're at a disadvantage because you never fell out of shape in the way that I did, right? I'm trying to make my way back. I want to get my heart right down to 70 beats right. a minute. Okay. I was at 85 today, so <laughs> we're getting there. That's good. So, all right, let's move on to Act 2. We're going to talk a little bit of Major League Baseball. This is our in-focus series. Uh, between now and the All-Star break, we're going to look at a different division of Major League Baseball. Last week, we looked at the AL East. Today we're looking at arguably the most difficult division in all of baseball, the most competitive, the toughest teams, the AL Central. Coach, break it down for us. Can I? Can I? Can yeah. I make a request? Because it's we're lacking something. Can I get a little, a little uh, music? Yeah, music? good call, yeah. man. Thanks. I'm so. Pete's mad. No He's problem. mad at me right now. I think. I know he is. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay, so I, I love that. So anytime I do this act or do this yeah. little segment, you I want, want that. Was that Black Dog? No, it was uh, it was a little part of the Hot for Teacher. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. I want that. So I the way it sounded was awesome. So I want that. Hot I teacher. call it. All right. So are we gonna talk AL Central? <laughs> we are. Do we have to. Yeah. All right. I won't. I won't. I won't. I could talk for okay, hours, yeah. but I won't. But but let's just let's talk about the elephant in the room. The AL Central is very mm-hmm. very average-ish. Yep. Almost all the teams, most of the teams are, except for one, who's the yes, greatest sir. team of all time. That that division, Kansas City, and um, Minnesota, and Detroit, and the White Sox, and the Indians. I'm going to already eliminate Kansas City and the White Sox are already almost eliminated from wow. the playoffs already. They're awful. And you guys, I believe if we could go to the time machine, we're like, oh, when I told you that the White Sox no, we, were yeah. really bad. We were just, no. Oh, no, you said <laughs> it. You said it, but we were we were trying to be sympathetic because there are some, a lot of our listeners are White Sox. It was correct. And I, and I, and I would like to say that, but boy, I just watched the series against the Indians and it's, it's not good. And then, to, I mean, they just lost again tonight. Like the Indians are hitting their stride right now, and the White Sox are are just standing in yeah, their way. So we have a, we won. Wow. The Indians have won four straight, so they are finally above five hundred. They're twenty eight and twenty five. <laughs> I, I, I I Which twenty eight and twenty five makes them four and a half yeah. games up. I know. I was embarrassed when we were in first place and we were twenty and twenty three. <laughs> we weren't even playing five hundred ball. Yeah, which is not good. I mean, they have to, so right now the the Tigers are are behind them at three and a half back or four and a half now, whatever it is, and and that's a team that doesn't know what they want to do. They've got some aging veterans. They do have some pieces, but they've got a lot of young guys. Uh, they've got guys like Miguel Cabrera, who in their own right are unbelievably good, but their contracts are so hefty that maybe someone will take 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 them off their hands, but probably won't. They'll probably just have to eat that contract. Minnesota's a young team. They surprised last year, made the wild card. This year, they're underperforming because they have no pitching. And then you've got Kansas City that dumped everybody, and they brought back a couple stars to to fill the seats, and the White Sox are the same. So it is a division of mediocrity. 
three years since the, the Royals won the World. They went to back-to-back World Series. They won the second one. And then the next year, they, they basically sold everything. And, and I don't know if I told – we were talking about this and I said this to someone else. So stop me if I said this on the podcast because I'm old and I don't remember. But it's the old uh, analogy when they say you don't have to be run, you don't have to be faster than the bear that's chasing you. You just have to be faster than your friend. So literally, the Indians <laughs> just have to be better than the guys sure. behind them. They don't have to worry about it. Okay, but else. now let me ask you this: Indians in the playoffs meet, say, the Astros, the Red Sox, or the Yankees. Which of those teams do they have the best chance of beating and moving on? I like I like yeah. to play the Astros, only because the Yankees with their their lineup literally is one to nine. The, the Astros do have some gaps. Now, they're a great team, and their pitching staff is a little bit better, but I just feel like, boy, the Yankees could just get on you in a hurry, and they did last yeah. year with the you Indians. Know, the Red Sox have passed them in the AL East. Uh, they've gone 8-2 and two in their last 10, so they're two, two and a half games so up on the Yankees. Maestro, what do you think about the AL Central, or do you not think much about it? You know, yeah, I'm an Indians fan. He's a fan. He's a fan. Yeah, you're fin. You're fin. No, I think the Indians just—they just have to uh, keep winning. You know, five out of ten games, and they'll win the they'll win the division. I mean, oh. the Tiger. All the I think I was looking at some stats. Everybody other than the Indians is like four and six in their last ten games. It's horrible. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> it really is. Like if you're not a fan of the Indians. I mean, you're looking at the AL Central. I'm like, eh, okay, yeah. let's. So move let on. me ask you one more question then. Uh, as we get close to trade deadline time, do the Indians make a move, and what do they go for? I, I think they will. They'll they'll make a move for. They're going to need a lot of bullpen help because one, their main weapon that they've been trying to that they've been relying on is Andrew Miller, who I've nicknamed the Angel mm-hmm. of Death, and he has put no fear in anybody this year because he's had a bad knee. Um, and a bad hamstring. And then, I mean, he's really, really uh, injury prone right now. So they can't count on him. So their their bullpen's a mess. But they've got extra pitching, so they'll be able to get a lot of things. Do you have any idea who they might go for specifically? Uh, Do they have money? They have money for I mean, anybody? If, Eric Lauer? Yeah, they'll spend. <laughs> Eric, the killer Lauer. Um, no, you know, it's, it's hard for me to say they won't, they won't spend, it's not like they're going to get a, an Araldis Chapman or anything. The Indians will, will get that guy that, that no one's heard of. He's uh, an innings eater or they'll wait for the waiver wire. They're, they're just not that they're not going to overspend. They don't like to mortgage their future. They're not the Yankees where they give away everything in their farm for one year to win. I, uh, I would like them to get Bartolo Colon back. Oh, He's, Only because he got hit in the stomach with a line drive, and he said, "Luckily, I have a big stomach, and it didn't hurt." <laughs> <laughs> he's he's hard yeah, not to he like. He's hard not to like. Okay, so that's our AL Central roundup. I know we'll have more to talk about when we get to more competitive divisions, but it looks like the Indians' year. I could see the Tigers hanging around, but there's just, as we said last week, no way you're going to get the wild card coming out of the AL Central. No, you're not. You got to win the division. Yeah. So very quickly, then let's move into our fantasy team update. And last week we had a big win over the first place team. Yeah. Took over first place. Now this was interesting because I I did not add or remove any players. I made roster moves every day to make sure I was optimizing who was playing. But uh, and I thought about going for a catcher. I think I had mentioned. 
I thought you were going but to. Then yeah. I read that, you know, the catcher we have, whose name is eluding me at the moment, um, was he was like really hot in the past two weeks. And I'm like, well, let's just. That's why I, he's he's a guy I picked up that yeah. Jay Hicks. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. So I was I was super nervous till about Thursday because <laughs> I know Coach is watching this and I was worried to get a, a text from him. But then I, I basically checked out and forgot about it till today. So. Miracles do happen there. Maestro, as you take over the team, don't worry. Yeah, no miracles will be happening for me, I'm sure. Well, you're winning right now. You're up 4 Still undefeated. And we are now in first place. So uh, I'll tell you guys one other thing I heard that was funny. And it was um, on only a game they were talking about how sports betting is becoming legalized. As we know, the Supreme Court decision that allows states to make those laws for themselves. And he said, if you thought... If you thought radio about fantasy baseball teams was boring, wait till you hear radio about sports betting. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, wow, that's a great quote to lead us into what hat am I wearing? This is my favorite segment of the show. If you need to go to the restroom, (laughs) just go ahead. You don't have to pause the podcast. (laughs) If the poll app is an indulgent way for us to exercise, then what hat am I wearing? I don't know. It just redefines indulgence. But coach, are you wearing a hat tonight? I am wearing a hat tonight. Oh, man. Can, can, can we ask a question? I think we should ask a question. Yes. Okay, my question. Okay, let's add that. We can ask a, a question. sports team or a brand? It's not a sports team. So it is a brand mm. hat. Uh, I, you can ask. Hey, you got a question. Maestro, is what do you got? Oh, wait. It's not a sports team. Oh. It's not a sports team. <laughs> we know that you know because you are wearing the hat. I know that. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it a Miller High Life hat? Ooh, it is not. But that is in. That's in my cart in on Amazon. Nice. <laughs> is it a trucker hat? Yes. Awesome. Uh, okay. No, but what, that's what good. Is it there? That was a good guess. It is. I got it for my brother-in-law who works at a gas station. It's a Chevron gasoline. Yes. Yeah. So you're connecting with the working man tonight. Heck yeah. Well, I'm, you look at me. You just, it just screams blue. For color. Sure. <laughs> right, Maestro, are you wearing a hat tonight? Yep. Okay. Is it a sports yes. team? <sighs> okay. My question is, is it a basketball team? No. Oh, oh shoot. Uh, would he wear a football hat? I know. He, it's got to be a college he, hat. He doesn't, doesn't have a Steelers hat, so I don't know. I don't think. No, it's not Steelers. Um, it's a baseball. He's got a, a mix of baseball. It's not just the Pirates. I'm going to I'm gonna say it's his Yankees hat. Okay. I'm going to say it's his um, Baltimore Ravens hat. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have a Baltimore Ravens hat? He. He only know, wears his Ravens hat with his with his Ray Lewis jersey. Oh. <laughs> I just so wish you did. You'd be like, how did you get that? Would that? Be, that would be good. No, so I am wearing a uh, my old Pirates hat. And it's actually a, a hat that showed up here in a bag of clothes from my brother that he was donating to my kids. You know, he's got older boys. And it was like a, yeah. one of those freebie hats, probably from like hat night nice. at a Pirates game. It's It's not a very good hat, but I love it. Is it is it black with a yellow P or is it a pillbox? It's mostly yellow actually, and it's got a black front on it with the with those with the yellow P. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Arctic Vision. But yeah, luckily, I pirates at several. Yeah, times. I follow us on Instagram, so I can look forward to seeing that hat. Oh yeah, you'll see. I can't wait. I think I'm going to post our thread about pool from earlier on Instagram as well. Oh, I I love that. There was some there was some names <laughs> being thrown out. Some harsh language. I could, Coach, when you threw that out, I was like, "Oh, he is them, them's fighting Coach words." I, Coach has been antagonizing me all day as I was trying to put the show sheet out. He's in there changing it and saying, "I get point for this." <laughs> and I might have said that you eat poop and step in it. <laughs> oh, how so long? Good. How long do you guys think in each podcast we go before I remind you that you have to ask me if I'm wearing a hat? <laughs> oh, hey, are you <laughs> are you wearing a hat? Hey Pete, are you wearing, I am a hat? wearing a hat? Oh, oh, good. All right, I'll ask a question. Is it is it a sports team? It is not a sports team, but you, okay. you did you have seen me wear playing softball in the past. Oh God, oh. that goes back decades. Shit. Okay, it's an old old oh. Ohio University hat. Oh, that's a good guess. It, new. It is. You've worn it playing softball, so it it is the um the Manhattan City Literary Club. Nice, man! You, <laughs> is you it? nailed it with the Manhattan City Literary Club that doesn't exist. <laughs> but you were thinking right. It is a DeKalb, Illinois DeKalb Flying Corn Trucker Hat. Oh, oh, I have seen that. I, I've seen it too, and I thought that was mine. Because I, no. I worked for DeKalb Pfizer Genetics back when I was a teenager. Yeah. No, I've had it uh, had it for years, and uh, it's become my painting hat, and I'm painting stuff around the house now, so I ha- I've had it on for a couple days. Nice. I sleep in it. All right, that's what hat am I wearing, the highlight of the show. Welcome back from the restroom, those of you who took me up on my offer. I'm really excited. Or the people that just showed up for yeah, this. I, I'm, you know what? We're about to do... Maestro's off sports roundup, where he's going to walk us through some sports stuff that doesn't involve the big four leagues. And I'm hoping, Maestro, you could do a little music intro f- for yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do a little, oh, a little yeah. uh, D, DGA. Ready? Maestro's off sports roundup. <laughs> All right, Maestro, you sent out a text this week. You said, hey, we got a lot to talk about. We've got Indy 500, French Open, Memorial Tourney. So let's talk about it. Indy 500, that's auto racing, right? Yeah. So, you know, Memorial Day weekend, the Memorial Day big race is uh, the Indy 500. It takes place every year in uh, Indianapolis. Who won? Indianapolis. You guys are going to love his name, Will Power. Oh, that's Ooh, Will that, Power. That is a great name. Holy great cow. Name. I was reading about it just before the show, and uh, Will Power is one of those guys that everybody loves. He does. He hasn't won a ton of races, but like when he won, like all the big name racers were like running over, giving him high fives and stuff. So he's one of those guys that everybody likes. So uh, kudos to him. It was the hundred, like the hundred and second Indy Five Hundred. That's a lot of races. 
Wait, are you saying that Will Powers the chunk of auto racers? No, no, he's he's got us. <laughs> he's won like thirty four races, I think, and he's okay. he's got a lot of poles in his history, but he just has never won this any big indie races. So I got gotcha. you. Yeah, one of those. Have you guys ever been? Uh, I have been in 1992, and I'm still recovering. It was oh, bananas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went. It's crazy. I have never been. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. There's a lot more nudity involved than you think. <laughs> <laughs> not all good. <laughs> Definitely not all good. Lots of tattoos. Uh, oh. oh, man. It, uh, I don't know if it's cleaned up at all since the early 1990s, but like I, I went and everyone's like, this would be awesome. And I was like, you know. I, I was happy to drive home at three o'clock in the morning in, in my K car without a sunroof because it blew out on the highway and it was pouring rain. I was like, just get me back to Ohio. Get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, and it was also Danica Patrick's last race, I believe. Yes. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's retiring and she crashed. Oh, so how, did she crash? Yeah. Sorry. That's stupid. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> All right, French Open is that tennis? French Open is I think tennis. So. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the second. I think yeah, because the Australian Open already happened, so it's the second major for tennis in the season, and it's just underway. Really, it's early rounds, yeah. um, so not much to report there. Venus Williams lost in the first round, which is uncharacteristic for her. But uh, this is, I think, this is Serena's first uh, major back since she had her 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 baby girl last year. So. She's kind of dominating, I think, the news coverage because, you know, she's Serena. It's Serena and it's she's got an outfit. She wore like a cat suit today, which I guess like a bodysuit. So there was more news about that than the actual matches that took place. But and it looks like your username tonight, Raphael. Yeah, yeah. So he's always the favorite at this. Yes. He's just great on clay. And I think he's God, he's probably I don't I I'll have to check my stats, but I would say he's won this thing eight times, maybe more. Have uh, e- either of you guys actually played tennis on clay? I have. Yeah, I, several is, times. Is it weird? Oh, I love it. But you yeah. it, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, I love it because you can. It's 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 if you do any type of like. Uh, if you play from the baseline, it, it's more of a, a baseline type game where you can, you know, the ball doesn't fly off the clay. It kind of like it, it plays a little slower, but like you can, you know, you slide on the clay. I remember when we used to play, like I'd watch the French Open and then we'd go and play uh, on clay and I would always wait a little bit longer to go get the ball so I could slide and then hit it over mm-hmm. the court. It was awesome. Yeah, there was like uh, growing up in the 80s, there was a lot of, you know, tennis and swim clubs and our swim club uh, had like two two or three clay courts and nobody liked to play on them but when you'd go back there and play it was pretty fun oh i loved it yeah so uh i know that uh, right now i think maestro owes coach 12 beers based on previous bets is there any sort of tennis rematch that might square oh, things i think up? we could definitely do that yeah coach he kind of avoided me last year i think his knee was hurting but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play this year oh absolutely we're gonna play yeah. You gotta bait. You gotta bait. You bait coach's ego. It's pretty easy. I'll tell you how. <laughs> uh, there still is, by the way, that tennis ball is still at my kids' it high school. Not, is it really? Claimed. It is absolutely. It is. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, and then the memorial tourney. Now, this is golf. You know, I hesitate to put it on there, but I thought it's here in Columbus, so let's talk yeah, about so it. The memorial is interesting because it's Jack Nicholas's tournament. It's here in Dublin, Ohio. It's our local uh, PGA event. 
And I got to tell you, man, it's a huge event here. I mean, huge. When you think about corporate Columbus and, you know, it shuts down. I mean, people just spend all week there. It's crazy. Um, you know, the workforce. Have you guys there. ever gone? I've gone a few times. Yeah, not, I have. Not on the not on the weekend, but like practice rounds or those early rounds. I've I don't usually. I've gone on Sunday. I've gone on the final day. I think three times, and I saw. Um, I've seen Tiger win it twice. Like once when he came all the way back, and once when he dominated. It's insane. It's it's a sight to see. Yeah, and speaking speaking of Tiger, he's actually going to be at this tournament. So. He's kind of picking and choosing his tournaments this year, but this is always one that uh, that he chooses mainly because he's won it five times. But it's Jack's tournament, and I'll tell you what—I mean, all the top guys are going to be here this year. So I know I know people are thinking Tiger might win, but man, it'll be it'll be a good it'll be a good uh, it'll be a good tournament. If if you ever it is fun oh. to go. I mean, I mean, it's if you go on a Thursday or a Friday, you know, Fridays basically everybody taking off work and it can get crazy on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Let me played. Ask you guys this. Uh, yeah, thank I know you, you love uh, golf. Do you want to caddy for someone? Golf just does it for me. <laughs> I, I would love it. Um, so when you're there and like a, a guy hits a shot, then do you start shouting? Is that how it works? Like, you're, yeah, 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 like have yeah, I yeah. ever yelled in the hole when they've hit the tee shot? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, people get obnoxious. Some people say some really funny stuff. But and do you walk around the oh, course, yeah. or do you kind of stay? I walk. You walk Usually, what you do is, and I'm not. I don't know that course well. Like people that have been going for years, like, oh yeah, we got to go to twelve or thirteen or this. I'm like, yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's the same with me. I've just kind of wandered around. But there's some people they just set up camp, yeah. and then they because they can watch they everybody, everybody come through. I like following so them. Yeah, there's some people that just follow the same guy the whole time, which is interesting. So we uh, should anticipate some rain. I know it always rains when the memorial's in town. Oh, yeah. well, we could, talk, we could talk a little bit about there's some, you know, they say that that's part of that course was built on uh, burial mounds, and that's why it's 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 cursed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why it I've always rains. I've never heard that. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know how true it is, but I like I believe it. it. <laughs> so next time you guys are out there at the memorial, just bring like a little um, trowel and just start digging <gasps> on the course. And oh, see well, maybe I'll find uh, Bobby Brady, not Bobby, but uh, Greg Brady's uh, the little tiki. And then I'll go, that's why. <laughs> caused a lot of problems. That's why. The groundskeepers, they love it when oh, you dig on right the Right in the middle of the they're, green. They're big fans of that. I remember that much from Katie. Big fans. The big fans. All right. So the memorial, we'll be looking at, looking forward to that. Um, I had one other question about it, but I guess I, oh, I was just going to say, you know, it's a big event because uh, in the Columbus Dispatch, the number of ads for strippers goes up like 60%. <laughs> big event. Big event. Yeah, I just thought, you know, hate got a hooker joke and I wanted to get, get, and that worked get back perfectly. <laughs> Very good. So to the two listeners, if you're still with us, and I highly doubt it, you want to head to hoopsters.store and stick in your email address, and you'll be one of the first people to learn about when Hoopsters, the greatest basketball themed board game you've never played, actually hits the market. Uh, Coach and I have been building this game since 2003. Uh, we had some good, good traction earlier this year, but uh, it's it's come. But we're going to talk this coming, weekend, correct? It's a bit of Am a I going to get you here this weekend and we can talk? We're good. 
Yeah. And and this is on me this week because Coach texted a few times. He's like, when can you get together? But I was uh, I was out of state on a project that I'll be excited to talk about in the future. I can't talk about now. And uh, so I had a hard time finding time. But yeah, I think we are. We, we'll get things moving. Again. Still, even though we have made no progress on getting the game to market, it is still a life-changing event if you sign up for Huge. our email list at hoopsterstaffstore and or uh, sportswednesday.com. Still waiting for and again, my pen. Yeah, the next four uh, listeners uh, who subscribe will get a Magic 8-Ball yes. pen. I'm going to pay out the pens oh, yes, and I'll see you guys this weekend. Them. So Hate gets one. Coach, several of the subscribers, uh, I believe, are your yes. neighbors there. Yes. Okay. Very good. All right, let's move into Act 3. How about we do a little Irish intro for Act 3? Okay. Hang on to your hats, everybody, because something's coming soon. And you know what it's going to be? Act 3. Nice work, everybody. Very nice. Coach, your Irish character is really worried about people losing their hats. <laughs> I have to tell you, that's my go-to. I, 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 I need to write down some other stuff. I always imagine like they're the those sort of well, well, taxi driver caps that we're hanging on to. Yeah, well, it's very it's very windy in Ireland, and you got to hang on to your hat. Really, <laughs> that just seems like something they would say. You got to hang on to your hat. You really sound everybody. like that guy that's that's does the golf. I can't remember his name. Oh, I I base yeah. it almost on him. Uh, the Tiger Woods. Uh, what's his Faraday. name? Faraday. David Faraday. Faraday. That's a great golf shot. Look at that. He put it right on the green. He's about 22 yards away. Right to left. He's going to put it. Oh, he hits the butt. Looks back of the hole. Great shot by Tiger Woods. Here comes Phil Mickelson. Uh, Is that He's been killing it on the tear. <laughs> Trust me, when I go out there, that's what nice. I do. Nice. So, okay. That, so you were doing that on on during your round the other day? Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> it sounds sharp. It sounds like absolutely. It's been yeah, I've spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, start out Act Three with corrections. Some corrections. You guys have any corrections? Uh, no, but I I will say I had a good laugh listening back to the episode the other day of my. <laughs> making making fun of Calderon or Calderon or whatever I called him. Yeah, yes, that was very Jose good. Jose Calderon. I, I apologize, Calderon. Jose, for mangling the name. For yeah, but, yeah he yeah. listens. He texted me. He said he was he fine. Was How about you, Coach? No, I don't think so. I made my that. I just helped with the correction on Jose's backstory. Well, once again, uh, Coach is one hundred percent perfect every time. Every time. Uh, so I, you know what? I listened to the show when I was driving back from Indiana and I had like six and I can't remember any of them except. Because <laughs> you didn't write them yeah, down. Right. And, and so I, I got to start like leaving audio see, notes or something. Uh, see, that's me yeah. too. Because when I listen to the show, I have corrections too, but I don't write them down. So yeah. the easiest thing for me to say is, no, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, I killed minor it. corrections. And then on top of that, they come with punchlines and jokes built in. So uh, oh, the only one I can remember is, really is during last week's 
fascinating what hat are you wearing segment. Uh, I missed a joke that was really good, and I want to give it some props because uh, okay, uh, we asked Maestro what he was wearing, and he said, I'm wearing an Olentangy orange hat. And then Coach said, the one with O-O. And Maestro said, yes. And Coach said, ooh. <laughs> and I missed it totally. That was a great joke. It died on the vine on yeah. that one, so I didn't. I didn't push it. You know, you said it kind of like ooh, but ooh. you know, it's double O. Ooh, yes. So nice work on that joke, Coach. Thank you. All right, all right. Here we're, it's going to get a little chippy as we get into our scoreboard update. Now we've been mm. making picks since we started the show in January. Uh, so, a couple of points that that came out this week. So, big man on campus, I got uh, one point uh, because. I got the Caps Lightning Game 7 total correct. That was, uh, all right. we all had to pick a total. You guys picked like 13 and 39, and it was in fact four. Uh, I got one point because the Cleveland Cavaliers made the final, and I got one point for the pool app this week mm. because I, I am exercising like a beast. Pull it. Maestro did pretty well too, though. He got one point because he correctly predicted Kevin Durant would be the high scorer in Game 5. Well, the prize. <laughs> And at one point, because the Cavs made the finals, so that's a plus two for him. Uh, Coach got a plus two because he picked the Cavs Warriors both finals and a plus one for the Knights, so he picked up three points. This all shaked out how yes. Maestro is 70 of 104, Coach is 60 of 104, and BMOC is 62 of 104. You guys are creeping up. That is right. So You're 70 and 104. That is That's a C. God damn outrageous. A solid C. <laughs> That is unbelievable. That is so good. It is so good. So uh, I, I try to cut it down a little bit in Act 3 because typically, I don't know if you guys know this, Act 3 goes on for about 40 minutes in each show. It really does. Lock of the Week. All right. So this week's Lock of the Week, I thought, let's make three points available and you'll get one point just for picking the correct winning team in uh, the Knights and the Caps. They play Wednesday, Saturday, and Monday. So... I'm going to just go here. Maestro, you tell me who wins Wednesday, Saturday, and Monday, and then coach. I think this is going to be a slugfest. So I'm I'm going – Caps are going to win tomorrow – or I mean uh, Wednesday. Um, Knights are going to win Saturday, and then Caps are going to win Monday. So they're just going to go back and forth. This is going to be brutal. It's going to be about. So that's – It's going to be – all right, coach. Bro. How about you? All right, I'm going to go Wednesday nights, Saturday caps, Monday caps. Knights, Knights caps, caps, caps. Okay, and then I am going to go uh, Wednesday nights, Saturday caps, Wednesday nights. All right, you mean Monday. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I got, what, oh, I should have saved that for next week. That I would have had a correction. Uh, <laughs> be, uh, I got. Uh, I got to tell you the another reason I like the the uh, the Golden Knights is that uh, it remind every time I say Knights, it reminds me of that old movie from the eighties, Hollywood Knights. Nice. Oh, yes. And uh, that movie is just awesome. So. That is a good movie. It's got New, new Bomb Turk in it. Who, uh, who sang the song, Hollywood Nights? I want to say Steve Miller Band. Hollywood Hills. No, that's um, that's Bob Seger. Oh, you sure it's not Cindy Lauper? It is. It's Cindy Seeger. <laughs> okay. Bob Seeger. Thank you for that. We're going to move on to trivia. We're doing American League Central trivia. I know, Coach, you were a little consternated about this earlier because you didn't know what you wanted to pick. So well, let's start with Maestro's question. All right. You ready? All right. I was actually pretty excited about this question, but I think you guys will get it So, because you're hardcore. 
You're hardcore. You're Maybe. hardcore in your medium mediocrity. All right, you guys ready? Me with our HBK. There are two American League teams that went through the entire 20th century without changing their name. What two teams? Two teams. Two teams. And the from the American League. I'm gonna say Detroit, Detroit Tigers, and uh, Chicago White Sox. Ding, 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 ding. That's correct. You got them both right. Yep. And they ho- both happen to be from the AL Central. That's amazing. That is. That's commitment to the brand. That is. And here's wow. the other. Here's another uh, bonus to that. Okay. Which of those two teams won the very first? pennant for the american league oh that'd be the white Sox, right you got it yeah nice. 1901 1901 seven years later yes. it was an infamy so good questions i'm looking at the standings not the tables the standings <laughs> and uh let's uh next week if we can work it in let's do a uh a best major league logo breakdown Ooh. okay we haven't done that for a while so i think we'll all pick our our favorite Oh, that sounds fun. That's going to make my head explode. Like, are we talking current logos or can, like for over ever, forever? Wait, can, can we do this instead? Can we do the best logos per like division and then they all come together and then we can pick from those? Because out of all of them, that's going to be so hard. That's true. That's right. So, but it's, and I just thought of it because both Detroit and Chicago's logos oh. are those old fashioned yes. you know, calligraphy letters that were really in, in 1899. Yes. So I love the Detroit logo. Very good. Okay. Uh, how about you coach? What's your, all right. So mine is, uh, simple In 1987 sports illustrated made one of the most infamous covers gaffes ever and put, uh, our Indians, on the cover and said the Indians are back and they're going to win the World Series. They did yeah. not. Yeah, it was a curse. Um, it was a curse. Now, here's what I'll do. And even if you don't know, they they didn't do very well, if you can't remember. But uh, can you guys tell me how many wins did they get? Like just closest to the pin wins. What, what year was this? 87? 1987. Oh my God. Hey, uh, I remember Corey Snyder was on that cover. Yes. Oh, that was that was a bonus question. So well done. Oh, nice. Can you name I- the other person? Um... Was it Bobby Bo? No, it wasn't. George Orta? No. Yeah, I don't know who it was. Who don't was it? Don't say it, Joe. Joe Charbonneau? Joe Carter. Oh, Joe Carter. That's right. Yes. That's why so, I was thinking Bobby Bo. I was thinking yes. Carter and Bonita. Yes. Because Bobby Bo was never on the Indians as far as we know. Right. Okay, very good. Uh, okay, so. How many wins? Number of wins. I'm going to say. How many games uh, are in a major league season? 162. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I am going to say uh, 61 wins. 61 wins. What are you going to say? I'm going to say 82. 82. Wow. Peter Brown, you are on fire. 61 and 101. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Now It's, yo, it's always, it's oh, always it's a big deal when a team loses 100 games. That's like the sign. Now, here's, here's, here's right. a quick bonus question. How many games back oh, were they in oh, first place? And this was back when they didn't have the Central, actually. That's All they right. had was the East, so... How many games back were they? They won sixty-one. They went sixty-one and one hundred and one. So historically bad. How many games back were they? A first place. I'm gonna say twenty-four games. Okay, Maestro. Uh, thirty-four. Ooh, you were so close. It was thirty-seven. 
Nice. 34 uh, games for the Orioles. Okay, Maestro gets it. <laughs> Maestro gets it. Well done. Not a good year for the Orioles either. Okay, so no, thanks for uh, reminding us how great baseball in Cleveland was in 1987. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I would do that for you. What What went wrong with that team? I mean, what did Sports Illustrated see in them and what happened? Oh, it's how they they finished the year, the second half of the year, like um, – I think it was 61 and 21. They absolutely pasted everyone. They were so good. So they're like, oh, of course it's going to carry over. And it did not. Pitching fell apart. None of the players that were supposed to be hot were. It was just – Sports Illustrated loves to go out on a limb. That was a very thin limb. I do remember that a lot of that pitching staff went on to great careers elsewhere. Like, Oh, yeah, just not there. Burt Blylevin, Rick Sutcliffe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So – all right, good one. Okay, so uh, my question is also an Indians question. Who was the last Cleveland Indian to throw a no-hitter? Oh, the last to throw a no-hitter? Be mm-hmm. Len Barker. What about you, Maestro? Uh, we call those no-nos these days. <laughs> I'm not down with the no-no yet. Um, Although I am down with the nay-nay. Ooh. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the guy. Wasn't there a pitcher? I'm not good on Indian stuff, but there was a pitcher that went ended up going to the Dodgers. Coral Hershiser? Yes, that's who I want to say. Yeah. It's a good guess, but Coach got it. It was Len Barker. 1981, oh. he threw the 10th perfect game in baseball history. I, I, I remember this. I remember them breaking in on the news in Cleveland when, when this was yeah. happening and watching the last few innings. Uh, but some interesting facts. He was so good that night. First of all, it was the first ever perfect game against a team that was using a designated hitter. Oh, that's cool. He never, his count never got three balls on any of the. Never. Tw- ne- Isn't that crazy? It's unbelievable. So that- you ready for the bonus question? Yes, please. Who was the catcher? Uh, I want to say it was Ron Hassey. It was Ron Hassey, and he went on two years later and caught Dennis Martinez' perfect game. He's the only catcher. Wow, that's, he's got two of them. Two perfect games, yeah. Now, here, here's what I will say, because I, I know we need to cut this off, but my dad my dad made us watch that game. Yeah. And so that, that game goes down as one of, one of my all-time favorite moments of all time. And then sure. I, I think it was – Three years ago, I got a signed ball by Lenny Barker and gave to my dad for for Christmas, just because yeah. that was such a meaningful game in my yeah baseball. Come family. down to Hassie Chevrolet and <laughs> pick up for Malibu. <laughs> Sorry, Maestro just went hard on the snores during the Ron and, Hassie and, segment. And, and who caught the last out? Rick Manning did in yes. a very iconic Cleveland moment. He was throwing his arms out to the side like I got. Oh. Chills. What if he dropped it? <laughs> oh, I'd still love Rick Manning. Yeah. So here's one other uh, interesting fact. Okay, a uh, future NBA player was on the Blue Jays roster that day. Oh, uh, that would be Danny Ainge. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you crazy? are on point on the Len Barker perfect game. <laughs> I'm, I'm well versed in that game. You, okay, one you more. Your Cleveland bromance. Oh my god. 
I did. Re- I did read today. He said, you know, he goes to these appearances, and all people say to him is, "You probably don't want to talk about the perfect game anymore." And he's like, "Hell no, I want to talk about it. Of course I do." <laughs> That's what I got. So that's so all good, right. Lenny. All right, so that's uh, trivia. That brings us into final thoughts. Can we have a little music there, Maestro? Ooh, yeah. Final thoughts. The show is running at a tight 104 so far. <laughs> it hasn't felt this long, though. Was that a Maestro original? It was. That was nice. 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 All right. Final thoughts. What do you got, Coach? Uh, mine is very simple. Um, it's actually a football final thought. Uh, Nick Saban's back in the news, and he's getting a lot of heat because of a transfer rule that they have in the SEC. But basically, he's the one taking the heat about blocking transfers when they want to go to another school within the division. And I I find that so silly. Like these men should not have that kind of power. I've heard about it several times in different coaches in basketball and in football when these guys want to go and they're not playing and they're not going to play, but these coaches block it because they're afraid if they let them go, then their team is going to lose and get hurt by a team they used by a player they used to have. And I just, I find these guys have way too much power, way too much power. Like the bubble has to burst on some of these guys, especially Saban. You know, there are other coaches too, but they just have way too much power. Yeah, but I mean, with all those national championships, it's hard to argue against a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, he's got way too much power and that power is not decreasing at all. Ever. No, ever. Uh, he can write his ticket for, he could do whatever he wants. But boy. So I always think it's curious, like in the pros, when they trade within the division. I always think that's kind of a silly thing to do, unless you think you're really offloading a doofus. Yeah, I don't. In pros, it seems so different, though, because that's that's livelihoods. and. But like in college, I mean, these are still – I mean, I know they're men, but they're they're yeah. still young, and they just yeah. – they should be able to do what they want. What do you think, Maestro? About final thoughts? My final thoughts or, your, or what you guys were just talking about? You know, Maestro, I know you don't listen to the show after it comes out, but I'm starting to suspect you don't listen to it while we're recording it. <laughs> what I just heard, I heard uh, Coach talk about football, and I was like, I, I can't even think about football right It's now. just in, in the SEC, if you want to transfer, your coach can block you from transferring to another team in, in, the, in that conference. That's lame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if anyone, uh, any SEC players are listening to the show and with 600 Twitter followers, I'm sure there are, uh, transfer to the Ohio University Bobcats. You can start right oh, away. We would love we that. We would love it. We are the SEC of the MAC. We are the SEC of the <laughs> MAC, totally. We're the Alabama of the MAC. It's the Wrigley Field experience. So It is. Okay. All right, Maestro. I'm so looking forward to your final thought now that you teased it. <laughs> I, you know what I was th- my my original thought was to to go towards this whole NFL uh, uh, Star Spangled Banner the the uh, uh, yeah. crap yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I I think I think the three of us are probably on the same page there so I'm going to avoid it. Um, I spent a, just spent a weekend watching baseball with my kids' little league tournaments over Memorial Day and I had yeah. a, actually I had a question for Coach. 
Um, just hearing, you know, obviously seeing a lot of games, a lot of yelling parents, a lot of yelling coaches. And I know coach, you've touched on this in recent weeks, but my question to you is as a coach, positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement, which, which is more effective with a young athlete? Uh, there's, there's no question to me, it's positive. You, You just, I've just never seen, I mean, I guess it works, but, you know, trying to break a, a, a 11 or 12 year old down and then build them back up. It, it, uh, that's just not my, how I do things or how I see it to be positive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I still want them to enjoy the, I, I just think positive keeps, you know, them happy. You want them to be happy, yeah. you know, a happy player is, is, a, is a good player. So yeah, there's, there's, there's no question. Does that, does that stay the same even up into like teenager, like high school yeah, well, age? Like for me, I've, I've coached that, I mean, up through high school, I had, you know, coached a little I mean, high school basketball and like, that's just, I mean, you, you have times where you're stern, but mm-hmm. the, the, the negativity or, you know, I always tell a kid, I know, you know, you made a mistake. And I always tell, I mean, they know they made a mistake. Me pointing it out and reinforcing it, yelling it back in their face does nothing, but maybe coming up and saying, Hey, well, maybe next time, maybe we can think to do this, or let's just try, you got to get their head back into the game because- Guess what? In baseball, they have to go. Then they make an error in the field. Next thing you know, they gotta they gotta go bat. Yeah, yeah. You got to get their head back. So negative. I don't know. Baseball's such a mental game, too. Total mental. Yeah. Oh, I was a counselor this weekend. So, well, I, I you know, like they say about parenting, when they they write about this question, that you know, if you go negative, you might get a short term result, but you're creating some long term damage. Right. You know. It's the same as sports. Now, coach, I, I love your your take on coaching, but I played softball with you for like fifteen years, and you're constantly in my face. <laughs> Way different when when it's your teammates. <laughs> Way different. Yeah, maybe if you so, caught all those balls, I wouldn't have to be in your face. So, Maestro, watching 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 all those games, and I know Maestro, I think you're you're the good supportive parent. You're not the yelling parent, is that right? Uh, I have my moments. Uh, it, and it's it's not a, a positive trait that I have. I mean, I I, I keep it pretty under under. I'm not like a, a oh no or anything. Not at all. And honestly, I'm more about like if I if I if you hear me get excited, it's more like oh that could have been a great play. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm just rooting for like good play. I'm not really rooting for you know who wins or who loses. But man, when you see like when you're watching a young team and they get a double play or something like that, or they make a great catch. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And when I was, and I was, uh, you know, out of state filming Little League for a couple of days this past weekend too, and it was, you know, it didn't matter what team made the double play. Everybody was like, "That was a great play." Yeah, yeah. And everybody, it, if you can get a good positive atmosphere, then it's all about the great, you know, celebrating. So you sit the there, nice throughout those games, going like, "What the hell is he doing?" <laughs> oh, dear. oh god. Not talking about the coach. Yes. No, actually, I only got to see one game. I was I was it with my other son for most. Oh, of I got gotcha. you. But and it, and he's a little bit older, and you know that. Unfortunately, that sort of rooting for both teams starts yeah. to separate a little bit when the kids yeah, get older. In high school, sure. But yeah. Well, interesting final thought. So very good. Uh, so my final thought is uh, it's it's less a thought, but more about me wanting to continue to push uh, the connection between our show and Sheffield Wednesday, our oh, official yes. English football yeah. team. 
last uh, last show when I discovered Sheffield Wednesday, I said I don't know why they're called that, so I, I can share the story now that I know I've done some reading. And apparently, so in the 1800s, uh, these guys got together to play cricket, and they called themselves the Wednesday Club. And then they just became the Wednesday, and then they were just Wednesday. And then in 1894, they said, let's let's add soccer football, as they call it in England, to this. And they became Sheffield Wednesday, and they uh, are like the third oldest soccer team in England. Nice. I need to get a Sheffield Wednesday something. I know. I was, I was a little disappointed with the merch. Not good. Uh, I do like that they're called the Owls. That's like their other nickname because the neighborhood that they their stadium in is called Allerton. But like, I, if you uh, if you unleashed Maestro on this brand, he would have some kick ass logos. You know, like it's just all the blue and white stripes oh, and I stuff, see, which yes. I guess you know, mm, yeah. Mm. So yeah, we need you on that. You, you need we, we can make yeah. our own logo and stuff. They'll be fine with that, right? That's right. I do so actually my, have a new Sports Wednesday. Oh, you do? I was just going to ask. Yeah. What? It's, we've, been wait, what? we've been waiting on merch yes. so we could see the new one. Yeah, I, I've been sitting on it. I, I'm i not sure why I haven't Are we going to unleash it, it on Instagram? Or we? I, I don't want to see it first. I want you just to unleash it on Instagram. Really? You don't want to run it through, uh, you know, all the stakeholders and, uh, you know, get some, have, some iterative reviews? I have such faith in you. Or I don't know. I'm excited. I'll run point on collecting the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. If there is one one sports term that I wish never made it to corporate America, it's run point. Oh, it's ruined point guards all over the world. So, okay, so we're looking forward to that, Maestro. In the next week, if you feel up to it, let's let's get a look see. Oh, I'm excited. Right. Coach is eager to set up our Red Bubble page and start getting our oh, own. I can't out wait. There. Okay, anything else, guys? Or are we going to call this? No, one I done? think we can we can put this one down. That means you can like an old dog. We can put old Yeller down. Let's do her down. Let's put her down. That's like the perfect ending for every show. We're at a minute fifteen. I'm like, let's just we're gonna put it down oh now, God. guys. What if in the middle of our first opening act, I'm like, guys, I think we need to put this one down. Yeah, it's gonna be very peaceful. All right, everybody, pat your David Blatt bobbleheads on the bed on the head and head to bed. Sports Wednesday is done. Nice work. A little blues by the like maestro it. there. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>